0: You're listening to The Big Show with Russick and Rose on the official home of your Calgary Flames, Sportsnet 960, The Fan.
1: Hour number three. It's The Big Show, Russick and Rose, Sportsnet 960, The Fan from Doug Lacey's Basement Systems downtown studio. Bottom of the hour, we're giving away um some movie tickets to so the Equalizer three. You get some you get two general mission tickets, you get a medium drink, medium popcorn,
2: to go see Denzel Washington kill people. Not bad. Denzel's Robert McCall. He is. He finds uh surprisingly at home in southern Italy. Yeah. <laughs> But then his new friends are yes, under yes, control yes. of local crime bosses. Events turn deadly. McCall knows what he has to do. Become his friends' him. protector by taking on the mafia. In honor of uh, Aaron
1: Rodgers uh, being caught on uh, Hard Knocks during his preseason game, first one since 2018, uh, telling a Giants D lineman, "Bro, I don't even know who you are." <laughs> uh, we're asking you uh, best beerly chirp you've heard, you've been a part of, uh, you've dished out, you've received. 960, 960, name and location. We'll have some fun to wrap up the show. We'll, we'll have some we'll have some chuckles, I guess, because some of these are really good. The <laughs> one with the underwear is incredible. The one I've ever, I've a, read on the text are line really good. Some of these are really good. <laughs> not as good as I'm watching the highlight of Alejandro Kirk running from third again. It oh man, it
2: is not very quick. There it's is... not quick.
1: It's I... slower than the last day of school. You think I'm faster
2: right. than Alejandro Kirk? yeah it's yeah.
1: do you think you are i know you're not
2: no i don't run very well
1: no you don't run no there's three things you hate running traffic and confetti
2: uh it's traffic confetti and dropping things to pick when and then having to get them and pick them up but i also don't like running it's not yeah, my top three but it i
1: yeah uh our next guest is patiently waiting too long <laughs> on the atlas Pete and sports bar guest hotline <laughs> Uh, MLB NHL Network Cinephile Podcast. We say good morning to Adnan Verk. Hello, friend. How are you,
3: Matty? Always good to talk to you. And big guy, George Rustic. How are you, brother?
1: <laughs> Thanks, Ace. Thanks for jumping on, Sport. My <laughs> God. Thanks for jumping on, Boss. Yes. <laughs> hey, Chief. Can't wait to hear your interview today.
3: <laughs> Sounds good, partner.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's the worst. Um, what's uh, what is short? How short is short in your opinion, Adnan Burke? Because uh, these guys who are, like, well over six feet are t- saying I'm short when I'm 5'10". I don't consider 5'10 short, do you?
3: No, not at all, especially when I'm short because I'm 5'8". So 5'10", I would love to be 5'10". 5'10 is average height. Thank 5'10 you. is average height, yeah.
1: Right. Much For- like my broadcasting career, average. <laughs> Much like my height. <laughs> it mirrors it. <laughs>
3: Well, I always look. There's a long lineage of short broadcasters. Now, granted, I'm just you know picking cherries here, but like Bob Costas, mm-hmm. right? five six, uh, Marv Albert. Is he? Re- he's only like, five six. Maybe five seven. But I've, I've met wow, him. he's a lovely guy, and I'm telling you, I'm short. Yeah. I'll send you a picture after. I'll I'll, get, I'll go through my role next year. <laughs> I will text you guys a picture of me and Bob. And like no, no, If Adman's five eight, then Bob's five six. Wow.
1: Okay. I didn't know he was, uh, that. He was just so imposing on that NBC Olympic desk, Adnan, that he looked right. a lot taller than he was when he wasn't dealing was with pink eye or whatever the hell was going on with his <laughs> eye a few years ago.
3: Those Russian spies, man. They got, yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> you got to watch out. They do a lot of poisoning. Um, Adnan, um, for some reason, uh, our man, Julian McKenzie, who covers the flames for the athletic, I uh, went to a trip to DC and I asked him if he, uh, if you visited the sites from the 1983 classic starring Mr. T DC Cab, do you remember that film?
3: I don't, but it sounds hilarious. Give me the synopsis.
1: <laughs> uh, it's an action comedy. Gary Busey was in it. Oh, I love Gary Busey. Just to yeah. terrifying Bill Mar was in guess,
3: it. Bill Mar, wow. Okay, early. Yeah. Uh huh. Wow.
1: Yeah. Anyway, I, I don't know. I don't Gary, remember it really. Yeah. I just remember Mr. T was in it driving a cab around, pitting fools. That's all it was. Pretty much yeah. what it was about.
3: Giant gold um, chain, mohawk. Gary Busey just always looked like a like a, a nuttier Nick Nolte, which is saying something.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, is there a better mugshot than that Gary Busey mugshot? Oh, uh, the Nick Nolte mugshot, you mean? With the
3: <laughs> Oh, yeah.
1: after he was yeah. the, well, yeah, no, the Nick Nolte one, yeah. Right. He was the sexiest man in the world, too, at one point. Which Correct. Is like at one point, point Prince of
3: mugshot. Tides. Right, Prince of Tides. Women love it all. Of a sudden, they go, oh, my God. Like, after the Trump mugshot, they start going through the best mugshot. Yeah, you got <laughs> yeah. Lindsay Lohan. You know, Sinatra and all things. Wait, Nick Nolte, nothing will ever. Conan O'Brien had, like, (laughs) an appreciation for the Nick Nolte mugshot. They retired to the Raptors. All-time mugshot.
1: Yeah, it is. It absolutely is. Michael Jackson was haunting. I wanted to ask you, uh, where does Denzel Washington rank in Hollywood elite right now? Like, the superstar movie stars. Like, where is he? Because I don't know where to place him.
3: I think he's still elite now. I, I understand where I think you're going with this, because he had a stretch where he was unbelievable. Like, he, yeah. you know, you look back at his career at glory. He won the Academy Award. Malcolm X was nominated. Arguably should have won. All through the 90s, everything he touched, right? Even if it was, like, hokum, like, Pelican Brief or Preacher's Wife, <laughs> still good, still Because it's Denzel, he'll still bring it. Uh, wins the Oscar for Training Day, The Hurricane We Love, Canadian director, Norman Jewison. But then there's a stretch where, like, he made a lot of, like, just action movies. I'm like, yeah, okay, fine. You want, like, if you like Man on Fire, congratulations. After a while, it was like okay, it's another retread, you know, Fallen. I don't think it's particularly good. He made a lot of kind of generic movies. Then he kind of made a comeback with Senses, which is a great film. He was nominated for an Oscar, really passionate about it, produced, et cetera. And now we have the Equalizer trilogy. So I still think he's a great actor, but it's interesting what happens. The guys like him, Pacino, De Niro, into their 50s, they start doing, like, more action movies. It's an, it's an odd choice. <laughs> no, I still got it. Like, Denzel's 60 now. And I've seen the Equalizer 3, love the promo for the movie, medium drink, throwing in the popcorn as well. I have an interview with Antoine Fuqua, the director. It's available Ooh. in the fall right now. So nice. I enjoyed the movie, and part of, part of the enjoyment of it is that it's Denzel as, as Robert McCall. As, as Maddie was saying, I mean, the thing about McCall is it's kind of a slow burn. He's he's a character who takes a while to get angry, but when he does, forget it, the action comes, and he's going he's gonna to mess you up. But I, I still right. think Denzel is elite, and I, I point to the fact that while watching this movie, which, let's be honest, if you just sold me on it like it sounds like a generic action movie, Set in Sicily, which is just gorgeous landscape, and you know you get the Costa nostra and the rest of it. But because it's Denzel, he does elevate what should be generic material. So I still think he's elite, but I kind of know where you're going. And I think George, which is that, is mm. past his prime in some ways, right?
2: I wanted to ask you something that's a little bit away from Denzel, um, but. Upon finding out that we were giving away tickets to the Equalizer, I went to his IMDb, and I also found out that there's a Gladiator 2 coming out next year, and I just wonder how you feel about sequels that come out 24 years after the original.
3: <laughs> well, they, you could have just stopped at sequels, Matty, but you're right. 24 <laughs> years later, I get really annoyed by it. If, 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 it's, a, if it's a sequel alone, I, I'm already probably rolling my eyes. If it's 24 years later, I really go, okay, so this is a cash grab, right? Like yes. Billy Bob Thornton is one of my favorite actors, and I, you know, <laughs> I think the guy's hilarious. And I go back to Sling Blade which is one of my all time favorite movies, and Bad Santa, I think it's. Oh, Bad favorite. Santa!
1: You got to take a oh. shower after watching Bad Santa. <laughs> oh.
3: It's just so foul mouthed and profane. Yeah, it's the perfect antidote to the Yuletide spirit. But when right. Bad Santa Two came out, and he came to ESPN to Monday, and I got to meet him and have a wonderful twenty minute chat with him, you know, in the back head, I kept thinking. You know, there's no need for this movie. Like, I'm like, there's no reason we're making bad Santa. Like, 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 you're a great actor. I deeply yeah. admire you. I, I, I can't believe you actually know who I am. He's a huge baseball fan, so he, he was well aware of me. And I'm like, I'm dude, you don't need to make bad Santa, too. Like, I got it. I saw the first one. I loved it. I think it's hysterical. I don't need this. Again, 10, 12 years later. So, Gladiator 2, again, you've got people who are, are making like, successful careers. Really, Scott's obviously done very well since. Russell Crowe, I don't know if he's involved. I don't in. think I don't he, is. he is. Yeah, yeah. Spoiler, I don't Spoiler, think he don't think survived. Yeah, I think he was kind of annoyed. <laughs> yeah, he was annoyed. Whoa, Spoiler. whoa, <laughs> George. Come on. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Spoiler. did find a scene for me. So um, it, it, it reeks like a bit of a cash grab. But, hey, I know people love the original film. It did win Best Picture. Obviously, someone like Denzel offering his talents because a little bit of pedigree. But I'm not crazy about it, Maddie I, I, I raised an eyebrow, and I saw Gladiator too. <laughs>
1: I wanted to ask you, who's a bigger star? Um, I can't think of this. Is either Denzel Washington, Matt Damon, or Ben Affleck. Which one's a bigger movie star?
2: Mm, man. Matt, Matt I, I Damon would... for me.
1: In that, Those three guys, who's the biggest movie star? Affleck, Damon, Washington.
3: Yeah, I still think it's Denzel. I know mm. he's, again, older than those guys, but I feel like if walking down the street anywhere mm. in the world, more people would know Denzel Washington. Like Ben okay. Affleck is definitely a movie star and a big-time director. And maybe his profile is enhanced, of course, because being with J-Lo, so the more right. paparazzi, more the casual fans, that know he is. And Damon certainly has the Bourne trilogy, which made a billion dollars. Mm. But I think Denzel, if I just said movie star, I still think the guy Denzel, because he's been doing it yeah. for 30, 40 years, longer than those guys. i go with
1: that. Yeah, that one clip of uh, Ben shutting J-Lo's door with the paparazzi right there after they got <laughs> some so Dunkin' good, Donuts yeah. is the best. He's like, come on, man. Just leave me alone. I'm really hungover. Just leave me alone. <laughs> Like, I like
3: the people that can embrace the role of celebrity. And like George Clooney, I think, is effortless with that kind of stuff. Like, he mm-hmm. just knows people want to know who he is, and he smiles and laughs. Like, Affleck looks so tortured by it. Like, like did you <laughs> not know this was going to be your existence? Like, you yourself are rich and famous, and you married somebody who's more rich and more famous than you. You're going to be bothered 24 like a surveillance camera. And that, look at this, the way he closed the door. Yeah, the saddest man alive. Like man, it's okay. It's it, all right. it's the best.
2: He just looks like a guy who wants to go to a nine to five, then watch the Red Sox at night and go to bed. <laughs> yeah, pretty much.
1: He worked <laughs> at the yeah. He worked it. at the factory that's all day. It. Yeah, he's like in Goodwill worked Hunting. A he's job. that guy. Yeah. he just wants <laughs> yeah, exactly. to go to his job. Yeah. and watch the socks at night. Watch the socks. Have a Yingling and watch the socks. Yeah, so celebrate. He wants to do. Tom Brady, be very excited. Yeah.
3: Yeah, it's um, not too far from the truth. Kevin Millar, who I work with, so Affleck used to always call him that great run of '04 4 because, you know, Affleck likes to gamble. He's like, hey, how, how's Petey looking? Like, ben? <laughs> He's like, yeah, Pedro looking good. like, I'm, like, I'm going to lay down 10 grand today. I'm like, oh, my God. shouldn't you be doing Goodwill Hunting 2 or something? <laughs> oh, no, no, I love gambling on the red side. No,
2: I'm insider trading on sports. Settle down. Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> um, yeah uh, newsflash, we want to win the game. Um, okay, Adnan, we have you on to talk sports, although I really enjoy our movie conversations um, the the Angels uh, cutting bait on all the guys they give up prospects for is maybe the weirdest and white flag moment that I just don't understand. And now that Shoei Otani needs Tommy John surgery, is this maybe one of the biggest miscalculations from a franchise that is synonymous with miscalculations?
3: I think so, and especially to do so in such a rapid descent. Like it was not uh-huh. that long ago. I mean, literally five weeks ago, hey, Angels are only two and a half, three games of a wild card spot. I think the closest they got was two and a half, if I'm not mistaken. And they have this deep choice, deep breath moment. You go, Otani probably isn't going to sign. Because, again, let's be honest. If he wanted to stay, they would have already signed him by now. Guys sign extensions all the time. He wants to test for agency. That means he's at least looking across the street to see what the neighbors are offering. But we're in the mix. We've got three teams to catch. We think we can do it. Let's load up. And they get Gritchick and Krohn and Giolito and Lopez. And then completely hit the skids. I have a disaster of an August, and it takes three weeks for the entire plan to blow up. And now to see all those guys unceremoniously put on waivers, which everyone knows is, is one thing. It's salary cap relief. It's we're done. Hey, for one month, can we save a few bucks? Because guess what? We're going to be saving a few bucks in this O'Tani contract because he ain't coming back to Los Angeles, at least for the Angels. If you going to Los Angeles, that would be the Dodgers. Giolito, just and the word for you, nailed it, George, is miscalculation. And, and by the way, I didn't think they should have done it, but I at least appreciate the move by getting reinforcements. If they'd simply kept Otani and said, We're going for it and not done anything, then I think that's foolish. But at least they made an attempt. Brayman Ashley said, I'll get a couple bats, get a couple pitchers, and the thing still went sideways, particularly their pitching. If you look at their numbers, those guys didn't step up. Giuliano was dreadful. Lopez wasn't good. Nobody could pitch aside from Otani, and he couldn't pitch. And now, as you mentioned, he's Tommy John, which, minimum, He's gonna be gone for six months as a hitter and as a pitcher, that's a full year recovery. And this is his second Tommy John. And for everyone who says, Well, you know, you get Tommy John, you're fine. I'm like, well, not really. Especially after the second time. Like there's there's literally a handful of pitchers, including Nathan Evaldi, who have come back successfully from a second Tommy John. More often than not, you just don't come back to being the same guy you were. And if you are, you're just a mediocre pitcher. And if you're Otani, the team's gonna go, dude, it's fine. Just hit. Hit not the win. Learn to play right field. We'll still give you $40 million a year. You're not going to get the $500, $600 million we thought, but we'll figure it out. But back to the Angels, as you said, miscalculation. And now you're literally just opening the door and going, hey, anybody want any free stuff here? Like, just, you know, give me a couple bucks. You can have the furniture. You can have the sofa, have the TV. I don't care. Go ahead. Take, take Connor Renfro. What do we care? We stink. Otani's going to win MVP in what is an absolutely lackadaisical oh. finish for the Angels, and it's going, to, it's going to set the franchise back. Let's be honest. Because if gonna leave, you're gonna get a you know, qualifying offer, some pick, who cares, and then you're really gonna be bad next year. Like if you if you think the last few years of Angels baseball have been tough, what's it gonna be like without a Tani next year? Terrible. You know the meme
2: of James Franco where he's got the noose around his neck and he's looking over and he's saying, First time? Like, is that what Mike Trout's saying to Shohei with right now?
3: <laughs> yeah. It kind of feels like it. I mean, Trout, I, I can't imagine what's going through his mind because he was gone for thirty-eight games that injury in the uh, hammett bone. He comes back for one game, Ugh. got a hit. Like a, you know, I'm not good, dude. Really? Yeah, I got to go back in the IL. I'm like, oh my, another miscalculation. Like this team just doesn't seem to have things on the right page. And again, I respect Trout for coming back because he could have just mailed it in, going, "We're not going here anyways. I'm getting my thirty-five million dollars a year." But no, I want to play as soon as I'm healthy. Oh, thought I was healthy? No, I'm still not. And now he's going to be like the last man standing. And I know you could think in your head, well, Rendon's there. Come on. Rendon's a, a, a shell yeah. of himself. The fact they gave him all that money, that's going to go down as one of the worst contracts in baseball history. He's only played something like 53% of the available games. Oh, since wow. the game. it's literally, disaster. For $30 million a year, it's, just, it's, it's, a, it's an obscene contract. And so it's literally going to be Trout, Rendon, and a bunch of dudes. And he's just going to wave to Shohei Ohtani and go, hey, man, thanks for the six years. Congrats on your two MVPs. Hope you're okay after Tommy John. And by the way, Otani is still a marvel because anybody else would just shut it down. Go, Dude, you're not going to come back to the Angels anyways. You're just hurting your work. You already have the MVP. No, I'll keep playing. He'll still drive in a couple runs. He'll still steal a few bags, get a few walks. Amazing. Even with a UCL
0: tear.
2: Go three for four with a walk and they'll lose eight to six and ho-hum again. Right. Uh, what are your yep. calculations saying on the Blue Jays? Now three and a half games out of a playoff spot, oh. a wild card spot. Bachette and Chapman both hit the IL, and all of a sudden that lineup looks very thin. But there are three teams that are all ahead of them by the same margin. What are the calculations for Adnan Virk saying about the Blue Jays?
3: We have a game we play, Maddie, on MLB Network called Concern, Panic, Doom, and oh, no. right now I'm panicking. Up. I'm a Blue Jays fan. I've gone from concern to panic because I said to myself yesterday, if you have a week where you go three and four, and those other teams go five and two, you got ah, sorry a couple games. Oh, dude, it's September. Like we're going September first this week, and all of a sudden you're going from two and a half to four and a half. And as you said, now it's three and a half after last night. And Bobuchet, your best offensive player, back in the IL. Chapman is great defensively and does some things offense. Not as great as the first month of the season. Also in the IL. You look at that left side and you go, "Oh my God, dude, this is getting bleak." Young, they made that trade for was a disaster. They released him. He stinks. Um, it's all their offense. Like to, to think to, like, right now, the Blue Jays are on the outside looking in. A betting man would say correctly: the Blue Jays are not going to make the playoffs. The Mariners have had a sensational August. Even if they cool off a little bit, their last ten games, an incredible stretch, seven against the Rangers. Three against the Astros. So kind of to your point, Maddie, if, if those teams all kind of go 500 because they're facing each other and the Blue Jays go 8-2, and two, could they catch them? Yeah. But the Blue Jays are not good against their own division, and they've got division games coming up in late September, and the math just doesn't add up for me. Because, again, Seattle, even if they cool off, they're still going to be really good. Texas, You have to hope Texas continues this Texas-sized landslide and just say, wow, the Rangers lost seven straight, the Mariners caught them, and they just had a disastrous September, and Toronto played above 500 and was able to catch them. Because they're not going to catch Seattle, and I don't think they're going to catch Houston. Houston's the defending World Series champions, and they've got the third easiest schedule remaining. The Rays aren't going to fall enough, and the Orioles and the Twins are obviously going to be the division winners. So the Blue Jays, their hope right now is they have to play 600 winning baseball, and they have to hope the Rangers have a colossal moment in the tank. I really don't see it happening. It's it's panic right now, but Malouj is
2: The At least the pitching is good, right? Like, they've got that going for them. Alec Manoa continues to be down in triple A, but it feels like it's a team that has a bullpen, and it's got some starters. They just need some bats.
3: Yeah, and I think that's what will lead to the frustration. If they do indeed miss the playoffs, you're going to say, they've got the second best ERA in baseball, just percentage points behind the Seattle Mariners. And, their starting staff in particular has been excellent. And as you point out, that's without Manoa being Manoa this season. That's just being a disappointment they still had. So many guys who stepped up. Gosman is going to be top three in the Cy Young. Barrios able to bounce back. Kocchi, as we've said before, Georgia's saying comeback player of the year. Ryu's come back, given a few good starts. Bassett signing over from the Mets has still been averaged by his numbers, but he's decent as a number four, number five. Starting staff's been great. And bullpen-wise, Swanson, Romano picking up Hicks it's going to be so much more frustrating thinking, wait, it was the offense that let them down? It was Vlad Jr. that was good but not great? It was Springer who was a disappointment? It was Kirk who was a disappointment? It was Varsha who was a disappointment? Those are the guys that are the reason why this team, I believe, is not going to make the playoffs. It's their offense.
1: Is Ross Atkins in trouble if they miss?
3: I think so. I mean, because you have to look around and go, hey, man, this window is closing pretty quickly the last time I checked because the Rays aren't going anywhere. They've got four big pitchers who are all injured, but they're all going to be back at some point next season. The Orioles have arrived and have even more players coming, including Matt Holliday's kid, Jackson Holliday, is going to be probably with the team next year. So they're not going anywhere. The Yankees, okay, if they take a step back, fine. The Red Sox or the Alex Cora magic always overachieve. So the Blue Jays go, what are we looking at here? Are Are we just destined to be third? Like, we made these moves, Ross Atkins and Mark Shapiro, as far as run prevention. Let's get Varsho, let's improve our outfield defense with Kiermaier, move Springer to right. Guess what? The bats weren't good enough. Varsho, great defensively, but offensively didn't bring it. And Kirk, a disappointment after they deal Moreno. So I never like to you know, say someone's in trouble or try to posit someone's job security, but I think if you're honestly looking at the situation and go, wait, Blue Jays missed the playoffs, and a year in which people had them winning the division, perhaps going to the World Series, somebody's gonna have to pay the price.
1: And then how juicy would be a Dodgers-Braves-NLCS?
3: It would be amazing. You know, I was watching a lot of the Phillies game last night, and that team's fun to watch because they hit so many home runs. Bryce going deep once again. Alec Bowman, a three-run shot. But I think Dodgers-Braves just has all the makings of being an instant classic because they've faced each other in the past. I wouldn't say there's genuine animosity, but there is in that both teams realize the other team is the best team in the league. Freddie Freeman going against his old team. Acuna would love to stick it to the Dodgers. I mean, the Braves feel like they're the best because their offense is so potent. And yet the Dodgers, the way that Mookie Betts and Freddie Freeman have been coming on, those guys are pushing Acuna for the MVP. I could see a situation where maybe Spencer Strider gets beat up or Max Freed because the Dodgers' offense is able to push them around and they can win that series in six. On paper, it would favor the Braves because of the depth of their lineup, but I think that as an NLCS would be totally compelling. Maybe the Phillies can squeeze in, but other than that, it's Dodgers-Braves feels like it will be the best matchup for the NLCS.
1: What's your dream World Series?
3: Well, I think you always want to, again, you root for the best story. So I don't think the, the, the Braves have a lot of depth, but I don't think it's necessarily sexy because we've seen it. And the Dodgers, again, we saw them in 2020. So you root for new blood. So maybe the Phillies, I know they got the World Series last year, but actually win would feel a little bit different. But if you're really going to go off the board, I would love to see the Reds. Because the Reds are a team that hasn't done anything in years. 1990 World Series, we're talking Barry Larkin, and if they could ride the wave of Ellie Dela Cruz, Matt McLean, Spencer Steer, Andrew Abbott, those, that quartet of rookies, which is not going to happen. I don't even know if they're going to make the playoffs, quite frankly. They're batting for a wild card. But I think if you put the Reds in there, a small market, you would completely reinvigorate that fan base. And out of the American League, I would just say the Rangers, because it's almost like anyone but Astros. We have that Astros fatigue the Rangers spent big in the offseason the last couple of years, Simeon and Seeger. I think that that fan base will really be catapulted by it. So I look at it differently, George. I look at it as fan bases that haven't been rewarded getting their chance. Rangers that never won a World Series, get them in the dance against the Reds who haven't been there in a long time. But I don't think Major League Baseball would want that. They're looking for Dodgers. I think every year you, you want Dodgers A's if you can. And if not, you'll take Dodgers. And in this case, they the AL. Anyone but the Rays. I mean, it's the Fox executives. If they see the Rays in the World Series again, they'll go, no, please, God, no.
1: Adnan Verk, NHL MLB Network Cinefile Podcast. Adnan, always a pleasure. Thanks for this, pal.
3: George, Matty, thank you. Good talking, big guy. (laughs)
1: Uh, Thanks, Ace. Uh, There he goes, Adnan Virk. Um, Your chance to win a uh, movie tickets to the Equalizer 3 with some chirps. We'll do that next. It's the big show, Russick and Rose. Sportsnet 960, The Fan.
0: You're listening to The Big Show with Russick and Rose on the official home of your Calgary Flames. Sportsnet 960, The Fan.
1: It's the big show, Russick and Rose, Sportsnet 960, the fan, live from Doug Lacey's Basement Systems downtown studio. We've accomplished a lot today on the show, I think. I feel good about today's show.
2: We know what short is. Yep. We know that Denzel Washington is a superstar.
1: Yep. Bigger than Matt Damon and Ben Affleck, according to
2: Adnan Burke. Yeah, 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 yeah. We know that Dave Dickinson wasn't afraid of anybody when he nope. played football. Nope. But he uh, does know. know when he got hit the hardest.
1: Um, Eric Francis thinks Rasmus Anderson will be the next captain of the Flames.
2: Yeah, we learned that. Uh, Bryce Harper listens to the radio. We yep. learned that. Yep. A lot yes. of stuff. Wow, a lot of boxes checked. Really just got to give away some tickets and off we go. That's, that's a pretty productive day.
1: Um... I'm I'm looking forward to the uh, the next thing we're gonna do. Give giveaway tickets? Movie was... tickets. Equalizer yeah, three. Yeah, yeah. Okay. One voucher, two general admissions, two medium drinks, two medium popcorns. Mm-hmm. It all stemmed from the six o'clock hour. Mm-hmm. Uh, check it out. Apple, Google, Spotify, Amazon, wherever you get your favorite podcast. We'll
2: do. Um oh, no having a little bit of a technical issue here with George, a little bit of a mic problem here that we were trying to sort out during the break. But alas, that is the way that the cookie crumbles. I'm sure he will check in shortly. But here's what we're going to do. We do have uh, a giveaway that we're doing all week long. It's getting... (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Very finely tuned machine that we are... Uh, you tune into The Big Show all, all right. week long for your chance to win a night out at Landmark Cinemas to see The Equalizer 3 on September the 1st. And like George said, we got the one voucher it has got the tickets, the drinks, the popcorn, the whole nine yards. Hi, bud. G- you got me? We're good? I got you. You're good?
1: We're good? Yep. All right. Um. I don't know what's going on. Usually my connections rock solid. Mm-hmm.
2: Live Not radio today, at its finest. Literally live radio. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there it is again. All right. Like, am I, like, robot voice guy? No, you're not robot voice. You're just gone, and then you're there, and then and then you're back, and then you're gone, and then you're back. And you gone again? Great. Excellent stuff. Uh, here's what we're doing. We've been asking you all morning long uh, on the text line for your chirps, uh, your best beer league chirps that you heard, that you dished out. Either way, doesn't really matter. Um, we're taking them all in. Uh we are taking them via text line, nine six zero, nine six zero Texty McTexterson is our text reading robot here at SportsNet nine sixty the fan. And uh he's been compiling all the text. Boys are are, are we are ready to go on a fir- on a few of these while George tries to oh, yeah. get his life together. Oh we're oh, locked yeah. and loaded. <laughs> yeah, we're locked and loaded. All right, let's uh let's give Texty McTexterson
0: a spin here. Allie in Chestermere. Hey Bod, you have hands like a digital clock.
2: That's a classic. Cause they don't have hands. Cause it's digital? Yeah. yeah. This one? Yeah. Pretty good. Yep. Brick hands? Lineman hands? Pretty good. We can go for another one.
0: Quinton in Strathmore. Connor Geeky showed up to a pickup game and when I went for the face off with him I just pointed to the three people in the stands and said, So this is what it's gonna be like in Arizona, hey? <laughs> at <laughs> <with> the <laughs> That's
2: pretty good. Um I'm intrigued to hear what happened after because I watched Connor Geeky play with the Winnipeg Ice in the dub and uh he's a big kid who basically skated around and did whatever he wanted if he felt like it. There were nights where he was like, "Man, I'm not really into it and he wouldn't really have a big impact, but Definitely would be somebody that would uh, kick my ass at Beer League. That is for sure. But that's a pretty good chirp.
4: Why are you chirping a guy that's playing in the show, though? You know what I mean? Like, well, he's not in the show yet. Okay, yeah, yeah. But
2: He's, the, know, for, he's a top playing, ten pick. Yeah, but, playing far, <laughs> far higher levels of hockey than you. What like, Was he Ninth overall or 11th overall? I think he was 11, and Matty Savoy went ninth in that draft to yeah, Buffalo. Like, on his yeah. way to the
4: show, and, and you're just like, like, tripping that guy? Come
2: on. Yeah, he's like, uh, actually, that's the most fans you will <laughs> ever play in front of. Actually. Like, he that's definitely a, that's just a gave a him statistic. back Aaron
4: Rodgers. Group, like,
2: who are yeah, you, Yeah, who bud? are you, bud? Yeah, name er, bar. Name bar, bud. <laughs> <laughs> uh, who gave us the hands-on digital clock?
0: What uh, was the name was on that one?
2: Ali and Chestermere. Ali. All right, sounds good.
0: All right, we can go for another one. Colton in Calgary. We were playing a team from SASK. They were on the losing end of a blowout. Guy said I would tell you guys to go home, but you probably towed them here with you, you peasants.
2: <laughs> oh, that's... <laughs> that's fun. What is that? A uh... I'm more affluent than you joke? You pull your vehicle behind you via a truck, therefore, you're not as good as me. <laughs> oh, hi, George. Hi. Hey, bud. How are you? Are we okay now? Yeah, I don't know. Are we okay? It's really to really be know. determined. We've had a couple good trips, you know though. If, if
1: my it? thing cuts out again, you're just going to take over. And I'm just going to shut it down That's for the day. That's
2: exactly <laughs> what was I fully expected to happen. I did not think I was going to hear from you for the rest of the day. I'm just going to tip my
1: cap and go, you guys got you know the what? rest of the way there.
2: Yep, Great job. Did you hear that last
0: one from Colton? No. Can, we, can I hear the, it again? This one is a good one. Colton in Calgary. We were playing a team from SASK. They were on the losing end of a blowout. Guy said, I would tell you guys to go home, but you probably towed them here with <laughs> oh my God, you, you peasants. peasants. That's just not right.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's not, not right. It's not very nice. It's yeah. not very good. But That's it's pretty so good, clever. though. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> you peasants. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's keep them rolling. I do here. like peasants as a
0: chirp. No, well, all right. Let's keep him rolling. Gord from Calgary. That's pretty tough talk for a guy whose bleep doesn't touch his underwear.
1: <laughs> you could probably make some good money for that. <laughs> There's a market for that kind of stuff.
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah. For sure. Very niche. Play it
0: one more time, please. No. I don't. Gord from Calgary. That's pretty tough talk for a guy whose bleep doesn't touch his underwear. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: That's pretty.
1: Also, uh, Shannon GVP. Like, you could have read the text and then, like, use like not literally the word bleep, <laughs> but bleep, like just bleeped it out. That was that was what all texty. Him. texty did it himself. Hmm. Okay. All right. Uh, I like that one too. Uh, let's keep it rolling.
0: Matt from Elbow Valley. Late night beer league game. Buddy's punching my bro with his gloves on. Mister Bro goes, "Stop! It's midnight in Chestermere. I'm a teacher. Go to the bench. You're in timeout."
2: <laughs> okay. That's a, that's like when you when you you, know, you can't. It's a tough opening act to follow. Yeah, that one's a tough it's one true. for Matt Noble Valley. Too bad Gord came out and hit a second deck home run.
1: There, there are so many. Like, <laughs> was that a yawn? Yeah, was well, sorry. Uh, there are so many um, <laughs> texts here. Like, it's insane. Is George on vacation again? He wishes. <laughs> He's off Monday.
0: We're but everybody's on Monday. Monday. Yeah. A lot of people are on <laughs> Monday.
1: God bless you if you're working. Um, which one's your favorite thus far? Because there are so many. Uh, uh, I, ben in Dover. Thank you, Ben. Uh, I don't
2: know if that's Dover. I don't know. Where's, if Dover? Don't know.
1: <laughs> Where's Dover, Alberta? My name's no. Dan Druff There's... in Ben Dover. Like, come on, man.
4: <laughs> Dover is a neighborhood in the city. <laughs> Is it? <laughs> yeah.
1: Okay. Is it right next to Asheville? <laughs>
2: Asheville, Ashe- Alberta? No. Can't confirm that Asheville does not sure exist. N-
1: yeah. Is it near Boness? Bonus. Still hearing about saying Boness wrong.
2: <laughs> and
4: classic Balzac. <laughs> yes. Balzac.
0: Um, all right. Let's keep it rolling here. Gary in NW Calgary. Whenever we played against someone short, we would ask said player, Hey, did the other half of you make the trip?
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> that's pretty good. Other half, that's good. That's clever. Okay, yeah, that's clever. Hey, one of your legs showing up, bud.
1: Yeah, that's not as that's not as just flat out mean as the towing your vehicle behind.
2: Yeah, that... but that was one...
1: <laughs> just
2: like, oh, yeah. Wow. yeah. It's especially, pretty good. especially as a kid, you're like, I can't even get a job. Like, leave me yeah. alone.
1: Pretty good. All right, <laughs> All right. I'm having a lot
0: of fun with these. Uh, keep it going. Tyler in Calgary. Go wipe your bleep, bud. You stink. <laughs>
1: <laughs> See, that's just a classic. Simple. 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 I like the simple ones.
2: Simple. Poop stinks. You got poop in your butt and you stink. That's, yeah. that's that it. You stink. You stink, it's bod. You stink, bod.
1: stink, bod. <laughs> uh, we're uh, taking your best chirps, Nine sixty-nine sixty. Get out, 960, here. 960. Get out, 60. out here, stinky. Name and location for your chance to win uh, Equalizer 3 tickets. We got a text. What about Equalizer 1 and 2? What about them? Like, you can go watch them. <laughs> and what do you want me to say about that? <laughs>
2: they also have Denzel like what do you want he does yeah, the same they stuff. Denzel Washington it's a trilogy
1: like what do you want me to say about that
2: that's the same stuff yeah
1: yeah it's the third edition of this movie that people seem to enjoy like what do you want what else do you want me to say I oh, we have tickets for
2: it I would say he is not comfortably comfortable in southern Italy in the first two I yeah. think that's it Uh-oh. that's it are you still there okay yeah, I'm still here.
1: got a little wonky there
0: so. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> all right Get let's one? do more yeah Ward yep, in Calgary. Go. I've heard better chirps from a dead bird. <laughs>
2: <laughs> okay. Not bad. Not, Not bad. bad. Simple. Simple. It's kind of like mine. Simple. Simple.
1: Yep. How many more How many more we got here?
4: I, I've got four here. GVP's on it. He's getting some work. Yeah, i grabbing a couple that good came ones. in. I got two that just came on
2: <laughs> Wedley's right, too, on the text line, George. Don't spoil equalizer one and two like you did the Gladiator earlier today. That
0: was garbage. Can't believe you did that. Hmm. Apologies. Um, (laughs) Let's keep them rolling. Wedley in Bridalwood. The classic Napoleon Dynamite. Your mom goes to college. (laughs) She's
2: trying to better herself. She's trying to better herself.
0: There's nothing wrong with that.
2: Your mom goes to college. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. You think I can throw this football over those mountains? Which one's your favorite so far? Um, I think it's either Gord or Colton.
1: Okay.
4: How many more we have there, Shan? Sorry. I've got, I've got three, but we're working on getting a bunch more. I got three more that just came in. Three of the good ones.
0: Okay. Keep them rolling. Brent from Regina. Playing junior C hockey <laughs> with a bunch of other schleps. <laughs> we had a new volunteer coach who had a duster like Lanny and a voice like he smoked Marlboros all day. <laughs> I've always been a heavy kid, but I go out for a shift and I'm flying around the ice. I come back and sit down on the bench and my coach looks at me with bewilderment and says, you're pretty fast for a fat guy.
2: <laughs> Self-serving, like, the what do <laughs> Is there anything better than a backhanded compliment? Yeah, yeah. Boy, you can scoot out there way more than I expected.
1: Yeah. yeah. It's like, hey Maddie, that's a great question for a very mediocre broadcaster. Yeah. Like, it's just like it's like wow. doing that.
2: You look great today given how you typically look. <laughs> exactly. What? What does that mean? Backhanded compliments are fun. Junior C I'm gonna write. <laughs> <laughs> You're pretty fast for a fat, fat pretty fast, fat. fast for a fat guy. You're pretty fast for a fat kid. That's right. good. That's he's nice. from Regina. Okay, I yes. like that.
1: <laughs> Regina Falange. <laughs> what is that from Friends? Friends. <laughs> yeah.
0: Regina Falange. Mm. Uh keep going. Jim in Toronto. Back in junior a guys was chirping me in the penalty box and used my last name. I responded by saying I must be pretty good cause I don't know your name.
2: Mm. Name bar, bud. Name bar. Yeah. Um, I told you
1: the chirp I got in ball hockey from one guy, from the one team.
2: Oh, yeah, go talking to the mic? Yeah, go talking to the mic in the morning.
1: I'm like, yeah, I will. Thanks. Thanks for listening. Like I said, tune
2: in. We appreciate your support. I've never had someone do that, but I have had someone, as we were, like, walking off the ice to the locker room, be like, hey, are you Buddy Rose? And I'm like, oh, man, I was not behaving well enough to be recognized <laughs> in this game. <laughs> no, but, like, I kind of catch myself. I'm
1: like, I can't spear this guy because it's like... I yeah. work on the radio in the morning. Yeah, I can't. What,
2: what, what if that's Wedley?
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I can't spear Wedley in the junk at the face-off circle. <laughs> it's like, what a jerk that guy is. Yeah. Right? That's why I whisper chirps to my teammates.
0: Okay, keep going. TJ from Strathmore. When being heckled by a couple response, how is your wife and my kids?
1: <laughs> oh, boy. Excuse. That's so easy. That's...
2: That's yeah. really... Yeah. And
1: why would you want to have kids with her? Like,
2: <laughs> why, don't you, why can't you just be a side piece? Why do you have to have kids with her? <laughs> I missed the anyway. name for that one, but that one's not a winner, so I'm not even going to write it know. down. No.
1: I do like the Brent one with the, hey, because I can just picture the coach saying yeah. that to him.
2: <laughs> pretty fast. Hey, you're pretty fast for a fat boy, eh?
1: Okay, keep going.
4: I got three more here.
0: Okay. Ty Langdon, when I was playing community hockey... We were playing a team from Springbank. Me and Buddy got into it, and he says, Calm down, Bud, or I'll buy your house and put it in my garage.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, man. Let's go! Springbank, <laughs> represent, baby! It's <laughs> <laughs> pretty good. I'll buy your house and put it in my garage.
1: That's pretty good.
2: Jeez.
0: Oh
1: man. I, uh, thank you for the text. The show's hit rock bottom yet continues to fall. Oh no, we can get a lot worse. Oh, it's going to get me.
2: so much worse.
1: Believe me. <clears throat> Believe you me.
2: Oh wow. Okay.
1: That was pretty good. That that was a good. That made me chuckle. That's a good chirp. <laughs> <laughs> you got two more, GVP, and then we'll give it away? Two more. Two more, yeah. <laughs> okay.
0: Lee in Calgary. Playing this kid, he was chirping me about my mom. <laughs> I said I'm 50 and hungover, and my mom is 72 to her gross kid.
2: <laughs> okay. I don't get it. Am I missing something there?
4: He's just saying, like, why are you chirping my mom? I'm 50 years old, she's 72. You're gross, kid. Mm. Yeah. Yeah.
2: All right. Mm. Once again... Once again, you're tough. Keep when you're, moms when, out of it. When you're going up against, I'm Keep buying moms your out house to put it in my garage. Like,
1: yeah, like that. Tough to follow. <laughs> yeah, again, that was a tough one. We went from that to that. <laughs> but that's okay.
0: Keep them going. Travis is Red Deer. When I was playing in the WHL a long time ago, we were playing against Moose Jaw. Face-off was in our end, and one of our players chirped to their D-man Chapman and said he can skate as good as Kendall McArdle can speak. He had a very heavy stutter. Oh. Everyone stopped and looked at each other and died laughing.
2: Not. I don't love that one. Oh, man. Yeah, speech impediments are tough.
1: Yeah, that's a tough one. Mm-hmm. Um, that's it? We're, we're good? GVP? That's all we got. Which one did you guys uh,
2: like the best? I like Colton, Gordon and Brent. No, and Ty, <laughs> and also Ty,
1: <laughs> Alex in <and> Calgary. <laughs> did you can see that one, Alex in Calgary? GVP yeah. near the top. <laughs>
2: can we play that one?
1: I'll download. I think it that's pretty good. What's that?
2: He's downloaded, download Yeah, like the one I like were Colton and Sa- and S- in Sask. Yeah, with the mobile home. Uh, Gord <laughs> it doesn't touch your underwear. Yeah. <laughs> Brent.
1: Jay and Silverado and Alex in Calgary are really good ones.
2: Uh...
0: Alex in Calgary. Here we go. Wearing a bubble in senior hockey, guy told me to roll down my window so he could hear me chirping. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I like that.
2: It's pretty good. It's pretty,
1: pretty good. good. Uh, the Jay and Silverado. You see that one? It's right below the Alex in Calgary GBP.
2: Da, da, da. oh Grabbing oh it. that one can we can we even play that <laughs> yeah, we can play that
1: oh boy we can play that one yeah, i'm sure we could yeah not jeff and Calgary jay and silverado we absolutely <laughs> cannot play the jeff and Calgary one but we can play jay and
2: silverado mm, uh, um, I can't even see jeff here Yeah, he's got it. (laughs) Yeah, and here's the text: best show ever. Almost dropped a dumbbell on my foot. Sorry that we hit rock bottom.
1: (laughs) No, we've no. We listen. It will get worse. You got Jay and Silverado. We'll wrap it up. Let's go.
0: When I was born, I was given a hockey stick. You were given an apology letter from Trojan. (laughs) Jay and Silverado. (laughs) Oh
1: God,
2: (laughs) (laughs) that's a tough one. What is that apology letter? Which ones you like the best? My bad. Our bad. Yep. Do you get a gift card? Like what? I don't know which one, which one, which one. Like, you know, I'm going to let you pick today, Matty. Oh, well, I'm going to pander to the Springbank chirp, obviously. So if you want to go that way, you can. But that's what I'm going to pick.
1: Play play the one you want.
2: Give me Ty.
0: Ty Langdon, when I was playing community hockey, we were playing a team from Springbank. Me and Buddy got into it, and he says, calm down, bud. Or I'll buy your house and put it in my garage.
1: All right. Congratulations. Ty, is it? Ty, Ty and Landon. Langdon. Yeah. Ty and Landon, you're going to see Equalizer 3. Uh, two medium uh, popcorns, two medium drinks, two movie vouchers. You're going to see the Equalizer 3. Uh, thanks for making us laugh this morning. That's a good chirp. That's Let's a go, strong Rockies. Chirp. <laughs> a strong uh, chirp. Uh, got, got text, uh, the Springbank guy for the W. Yeah, I think that's a good one.
2: Yep, that's pretty that good. That was a really good I also chirp. like that it wasn't him. Like, he took that chirp. And we talked about that off the top of the show. That was something we wanted to hear was good chirps that you've heard, but I just yeah. don't remember them to the same extent. Like, they have to be that good. And that yeah. one is that good.
1: <laughs> Even Ryan and Cochran, I can't read in the German Shepherd in Offense. I can't read that, run Thank you for the text um that's it for us congratulations uh you're going to see equalizer three yeah i know you're going to see the equalizer three um what do you got coming up at mucho big show GVP.
4: we're gonna run back the flames chat and uh revisit our chat we had with uh eric francis talking all these flames
1: yeah people like the flames in the city oh yeah they like them Mm -hmm. big fans uh maybe tomorrow we'll hit more rock bottom
2: can't wait. You know like what I'm they say to think where Rock you Bottom know, was. You can only on this go show. up from rock bottom. So
1: was it the um Heyman? the fake John Rose <laughs> interview with John Heyman?
2: So are we gonna do that next week? Because if we're gonna do that, we should also do my post Beer League hockey broadcast clip, I think.
1: You no, know, yeah. No, you know what? When uh, yeah, we gotta figure for the one year anniversary, mm-hmm. we gotta find stuff. That I really want to revisit. Uh, the John Heyman, John Morosi clip. Uh, the Ryan Leslie doing Dragon's Breath for the first time. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you post Beerly game when you were in the bag doing the 6 o'clock hour. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Fully in the bag. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think those are the highlights. Those are some good ones. Have we had any yeah. good Brent Cron moments so we could get to... Probably probably
4: Duma doing Fabio.
1: <laughs> yeah Dumont doing Fabio that was great. hey are you writing all these down on the whiteboard?
4: Yeah I'll write it down on the whiteboard write it there. down on the
1: whiteboard. Yeah. So we have it. So many ideas. okay uh, we'll try to hit more rock bottom tomorrow. Uh, check out the podcast Apple Google Spotify, Amazon wherever you get your favorite podcasts and stuff. Um, we'll be back tomorrow. I hope for another edition of the big show maybe we'll talk some fantasy football live from rock bottom live from rock bottom uh, and the doug lacy's basement systems downtown studio also that yeah yep uh have a terrific uh wednesday uh congratulations to our winners we'll talk to you tomorrow bye bye sit ubu sit good dog